Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here with a name you know. One that I'm interviewing for the first time. Very excited about this. You can see him main eventing this weekend's AEW Double or Nothing for the World Championship against MJF, Jack Perry, and Sammy Guevara. We got Darby Allen. Darby Allen, how you doing, man? Beautiful, dude. I have zero complaints. This is going to be a very important special weekend, and I'm ready to rock it. From an in-ring perspective, I'm looking forward to this AEW title match as much as any that ever, because I've watched you interact specifically with these three people well before AEW. Like, I know you, you had matches with all these guys before AEW. Seeing that you guys are about to main event an, a major pay-per-view, the, the landmark pay-per-view for AEW, how does that make you feel when it comes full circle from, like, PWG and Black Label Pro and wrestling in, in California against, against Jungle Boy? It's, uh, it's, very, it's very special to me because time flies by so fast and so much can happen in those years. But it's kind of funny how everything circles back 
and it's circling back probably in the biggest way it probably could and that's a uh, Sunday at double or nothing and it's huge um yeah man seeing these people like I never you know it's like all those years ago when AEW was first like the inception of AEW and seeing how we've all grown and kind of all of our pathways were different but it led us to the same spot and that's like double or nothing this Sunday and man I don't know I think you got four you hungry dudes that are like you can't fail like you we can't we can't fail this Sunday and we got a lot to prove there is a chip on the shoulder I would say and I, I'm excited I'm excited to see what we all we all do but uh and it's and it's also not only is it the main event it's for the world championship so ain't get bigger than that man how would you say that each of your three opponents have maybe changed since the first time you met them? Because, like I said, you you faced all these people before AEW was a thing. Yeah, I, man, I don't know. It's it's weird because I feel like everybody is almost the same. It's like it's 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 <laughs> it's strange to say that. Like it literally, like when I wrestled MJF, you know, down in Maine for the first time. It literally feels like the same guy. When I wrestled Sammy at Black Label for the first time, it literally feels like the same guy. When I wrestled Jungle Boy in a no-ring match in L.A., it literally seems like the same guy. It's, it's kind of interesting, and I think that shows that um, it, it shows the beauty of what AEW gives us. You know, we ain't a bunch of manufactured you know, I don't know. Like it's a good example that, of like why you guys are the four pillars because they saw that in you very early. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never liked that term pillars. Really, never liked it. Never liked it. Uh, I think it's a cute catchphrase Max came up with. <laughs> and to me, uh, pillars. Yeah, I don't like it being like. It feels like we're we feel like we're above people when we call ourselves the okay. pillars. And I honestly feel like whoever is ride or die with this company is a pillar in my eyes. So it, it don't take, you know, it takes more than just four guys and, you know, and you got a guy like MJF, like how can you really call yourself a pillar when you don't even know if you want to be here in 2024? So, uh, like I said, man, instead of making a shirt with four dudes on it, put the whole roster, put everybody. Cause we're all pillars, man. We all got to grow this company. It's so new. It's, you know, so, uh, I'm no, I don't like calling myself a pillar, but I do like the fact that we are four homegrown talents. Yeah, getting in the spotlight. That's that's awesome. But a pillar, no. One of the things I took notice of with you, I up until recently, I lived in a small town like 200 people, and there was a girl who worked as a cashier at at the the corner store. She found out what I did for a living, and she was like, "Oh, my son's dressing up as Darby Allen for Halloween." And I remembered back to when I became a wrestling fan. First two people I saw were Sting and Great Muda. And I was like, oh my God, like that's, this is cool. Then I saw the Road Warriors and I go, oh, I got to watch this every day. I got to watch this every time it's on TV. Do you, like, like, what does that mean to you when you hear about that? When you see kids that are like, oh, I want, I want to be like him. Like, that's why I want to watch wrestling is because what he looks like and what he does in the ring and, and the way that he acts and the things that he does. See, to me, like, that's the biggest thing that's important because when I was growing up, there wasn't a lot of wrestlers I felt like I could relate to out, like, outside the ring. I was like, man, who do I see myself hanging out with? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I see myself hanging out with skateboarders or punk rockers and stuff like that. And then to 
be given the opportunity to just let me be me inside the ring and outside the ring, I feel like I could connect to a lot more people. There's a lot of action sports fans like skateboarders or motocross kids that haven't gave wrestling a chance. And then they see me hanging out with, you know, a Tony Hawk or Travis Pastrana, like, all right, well, what is this wrestling guy all about? And they see me jumping off a huge ass ladder on a Jeff Hardy. And they go, all right, this is pretty awesome. So, uh, that's like my whole thing is like I've talked to guys like Travis Pastrana about that. He's like, I've never, I've never watched wrestling, but you know, when you started coming over to my house, I started watching what you're doing. I was like, man, that's insane. Like I have a whole respect. And that's like my whole thing is to attract as much outside wrestling fans that haven't gave it the, you know, the opportunity yet to even watch it, you know, cause they hear like, ah, oh, I don't want to watch wrestling. And then, but they've give, they give AEW an opportunity, man. I think they're going to see something they like. And that's, what's cool about what AEW gives me inside the ring and outside the ring, because no other company is going to let me, be me like period nobody's gonna let me skate with tony hawk or jump my house with travis Estrada or even climb out ever no no nobody's gonna nobody's let me do that so that's why like i i told tony khan maybe i'm the worst businessman because <laughs> there's never gonna be a bidding war for darby you know and i mean that it wasn't just part of a promo like that was that was like i walked into his office and i said yo i'm probably the worst businessman here but like there's never gonna be a bidding war so like so uh, I'm great. I'm grateful for everything. You you mentioned that like the the Pastrana thing, uh, climbing Mount Everest. There was a rumor a few years ago which you shot down about you appearing in Jackass. Do you know like where that rumor came from, or like was there ever any contact or anything? Yeah, I was I was filming with Stevo, and Stevo actually ah. remember that skit where I I was in a body bag and I went down this drop in and went yes. right to flat. Boom, yeah. So uh, Steve-O was videotaping that, and he sent it to Knoxville and Tremaine. And they're like, yo, we got to get this guy in the new movie and all that stuff. And uh, by then, like, there was all the contracts were already settled and everything like that. And I I told them, like, yo, I'll do it for free. I just, like, I just want to have fun. Uh, So I I guess that's where where it stemmed from. People probably think, you know, just hanging out with uh, with Steve-O is automatically going to be in Jackass type deal. But, um, yeah, no, it, it was fun. And. You know, I don't know. I maybe it's a good thing I wasn't in the movie because I probably, <laughs> who knows if I would. God, I, I I had this idea. I don't know if you know much about skateboarding. Very little. You know much. So there's this thing called the mega ramp. It's at Bob yeah. Burnquist's house, the biggest gap like ramp. And I pitched to Steve-O, put me in a body bag, duct tape me to a oh skateboard. God. And I was gonna do the jump for the movie i was like that that was my that was my uh my stunt i had planned for jackass for and uh maybe it's a good thing that didn't happen because who knows if uh <laughs> who knows how that would they're i think they're rebooting the show would you ever be open to to doing stuff like that with them in the future because it's very clear they with with the movie they set up for like a new generation of jackass performers on there as well it, it, it all depends, man. It all depends on like where I'm at, you know, with like my career. Cause AEW is my like big focal point, you know, sure. like that's like, that's like my big thing. So it, it all depends on how scheduling and everything works out. But if, if it worked out scheduling wise and you know, who knows, but, uh, you know, right now there's just a lot of goals I have outside the ring. Like Mount Everest is probably the biggest one I would say at the moment. And that's set for next year. So, because you can only hike it two months out of the year, April and May. So, I got to wait till next April and May. So, uh, that's like, you know, I'm just trying to, it takes 10 weeks, 10, 10 weeks to climb it. So, I'll be gone for 10 weeks. 
So, so did how did Tony Khan react to that when he heard that? Did you tell him before, or did did he find that out from the interview you did? Oh no, I told him. I said, "Hey, I got this idea." I said, uh, "If there's a way to get more eyes on the company, uh, like I've been doing with like the you know Travis Pastrana sure. and the talk stuff, there's more eyes to, like to get on the company through like extreme stunts, and you know I'll be the guinea pig for that." Like you know, and I said, "What about me climbing Mount Everest? No, no wrestler's ever done that before. What if I just plant a big AEW flag on top top of Mount Everest? You know, and I'm thinking of like what we could get in return. You know, like interviews with like Good Morning America or whatever it may be. And I have a a team that reached out to me from uh, Discovery, so oh, nice. uh, we document the whole thing. So it's like I, I it's a way I want to get like give back to the company. Like, so it's not just like." homie going into the mountains and disappearing <laughs> there's like there is a way i, I want to you know what i mean like I, there's a method to the madness that i want to i give back on so uh yeah he, he he was down at first and then he started thinking wait it's mount everest like <laughs> you might die like, yeah you know and i said um tony i think i got this so, uh, I, you know, I, I really believe I really believe I got this like it's a it's a big thing to me to do. It's, it's something like what I've said in promos at AEW. I do crazy thing to break down like the mental barriers in my head, because like growing up, I never had the confidence like grow, like I used to walk to school with my head, like looking at the ground because I was too embarrassed to look up at the people driving by. And the moment I started doing crazy stuff, it gave me like more and more confidence and it's building, building. And I felt like, you know, being in the main event this Sunday, I've never had more confidence in my whole entire life. And I'm laser focused. And I really think it's from doing crazy stuff. You know, it breaks down these mental barriers in my head and climbing Mount Everest, man. You know, I feel like once I summit that mountain, I come back like you're to get the most confident dude ever. So I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it all how it all plays out. You talk about that confidence. I know MJF perpetually, like whether it be on or off camera, has a chip on his shoulder. Like, there's a lot of times people forget how good of a wrestler he is, and one of those times happened like before your all's match at Full Gear. I was in the crowd for that, and I just remember people going like, "Oh, holy shit!" Like, "Oh yeah, he can do this," and look at who he's in there with. How important was that match to you? Because it's one that constantly gets referenced as among the best in AEW history. Yeah, that match was very, very, very important like to me because, you know, it, it was a chance to show people what I was like. A guy like MJF, what we were able to do. We started the show. We kicked the show off. And I, I, I firmly believe no one followed us that whole entire night. So uh, it, it was cool to show the people what we what were what the homegrown talent was uh, willing or capable of doing. So uh, that was probably one of my important matches, you know, in AEW's history. You know, there's been a handful of matches, but I really felt like that match was uh, special. I hate to give the guy credit, but you got to give credit to do, man. So. Uh, we've talked a little bit about your outside projects as well. I remember you saying you were working on a screenplay at one point. Like, what what came of that? Are you still working on it? Is it on the back burner? How are you feeling about that? No, we're, we're going to start uh, directing it. I'm just waiting till like the summer to end because we got all the big sure. shows in Canada. We got Wembley, and I I really when I start something, I don't want to like start it and like 
take a break then redo it like i want to have a big chunk of time so uh i something i like everything's set like i already got the production company ready to do it and everything so uh that's a that's a big goal of mine come like september october so and as we wrap up obviously your affiliation with sting has been a, a big part of your career i'm i'm interested to see how that came about was that like a mutual mutually pushed thing did did Tony come to you and say, hey, I got this idea? Or were you like, hey, let me get involved with Sting? Or was Sting like, hey, let me get involved with Darby? Because it's it's been a wonderful partnership that we've seen play out thus far. Yeah, it happened really organically. I don't think anything was like planned. Like when he made his debut, it was never planned for him to be teamed with Darby. It kind of just started happening naturally. And he was like a fan of like what I do in the ring and outside the ring. You know, he's he's like you're a very creative individual and one day people will be working for you and i was like i don't i don't know man like uh but uh you know we just started shooting ideas back and forth and kept growing and growing and growing and next thing i knew we were teaming and next thing i knew he was returning to the ring live it wasn't it wasn't a like it wasn't a you know cinematic match it was live at double or nothing a few years ago against ethan page and scorpio sky and that was uh very special and he saw like that he could trust me in the ring with coming up with ideas. And from there, man, I think we've been attached at the hip. So, uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, you guys have probably got to qualify for a tag title shot at some point, right? I mean, you guys think you're undefeated as a team? Well, you know, the thing with Sting, man, he don't, he don't want to go for championships. Yeah. He, he, like, that's never been a, like a goal of his. He never wanted to, you know, fight for the championship. And, you know, I can respect that. You know, sure. I'm not going to. So it's just like he's like, you know, give somebody the opportunity to do it that it can elevate their career. So, uh, you know, he don't need to get his career more <laughs> elevated. <laughs> he just so, uh, yeah, fair we'll point. See, maybe he'll change it. Maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe he'll be like, yo, FTR, you know, what's up? Fair so. point. Uh, well, you've got a big opportunity this Sunday, AEW Double or Nothing. Uh, tickets still available. Darby, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. This was a, a lot of fun. Hopefully we do this again, and best of luck this weekend. Yeah, dude. We'll see how it all plays out, man. Check it out, guys. AEW in Las Vegas this weekend. Until next time, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You hear me talk about NordVPN.com slash Fightful a lot. It's because I use it every single day. You can listen or watch your favorite shows abroad. Whether you're in the States like me and you want to watch shows from uh, the UK or Australia. Or you're just traveling and you want access to your local things. You can shield your data from snoops and criminals. You can safely listen to your shows, stream shows, browse and complete privacy by shielding your IP address. You can change your virtual location with just one click. Protect yourself on public Wi-Fi. You know that can be dangerous. People can get access to all of your stuff. Secure all the devices that you own. It's available on all major operating systems. And you can connect up to six devices separately with one subscription. 30-day money-back guarantee, four months free added on top of that deal, nordvpn.com slash Fightful, with three great tiers for you to enjoy.